Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome, welcome into the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, kind of, for the first two segments. He's taking a back seat a little bit today. I'm just telling you. He's Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek. Scott, how you doing? Mike, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. So um, you like this idea I came up with today? You know, the more I the more I thought about it, I started having these ideas and <laughs> visions of my head of this being like a comedy central roast, you know, if you've ever watched any of those. So I, I told my wife, Julie, obviously she's on, but I said, make sure it's not the, the full uncut version uh, in terms of everything you want to say about me. So, so she, she'll share some things, but, you know, I hope this doesn't turn into the roast of uh, Scott Holler here. Well, you know what? I, I'm hoping it does, to be honest with you. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the idea, I've done, I've done um, coaches' wives' shows before in baseball, or not in baseball, in basketball and football. And it's normally in the middle of the season, and, uh, you know, the coach is never at home, and how come he's not home more? Well, this this is a whole different animal. And I started thinking, right. wouldn't it be interesting to have coaches' wives on to say, hey, look, now they're home all the time. What, what's that like? And right. um, I, I, <laughs> let me run down today's show. For the first two segments, um, Julie Holler, Scott's wife, Scott's going to stay on the air or stay, stay on the phone with us. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk to Julie. From 10.30 to 11, uh, Karen Montez and, and uh, Laura Montez. So Karen is, is uh, the wife of Chad Montez, and uh, Laura's the uh, wife of Mark Montez, two brothers. And a really interesting story. I got a chance to talk to Laura last night, and really interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to that because there is coaching together at one point, then coaching against each other. Yep. So there's a, there's a lot there. I then talked to, to Brian Johnson over at Greendale. And I said, Brian, here's what I'm thinking. He said, oh, yeah, uh, my wife will do it. And in fact, so will my assistant uh, coach's wife. 
And he just signed him up. So then I talked to Anissa Johnson, and she goes, oh, I'm in. Trust me, I've got a lot to say, so I can't wait for that segment. And then Aaron Janetsky, who I've known for a long time. Chad Janetsky over at Martin Luther is the baseball coach. His wife, Aaron, coaches girls basketball when I coached boys basketball. And I knew that she may want to come on, along with Christiana Janetsky, who is uh, – her sister-in-law. And so the two brothers okay. coaching together. And I thought, Ooh, this is going to be really fun. So Julie Perfect. Holler, how are you today, by the way? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. And let me ask you right off the jump. So Scott normally isn't home a whole lot this time of year. He is home Correct. quite a bit more. And I'm sure that he is doing all the cleaning and, and watching the kids and cooking and doing all the things that you dreamed he would be doing, right? You know, it's funny you say that because I was going to respond with only in my dreams, Mike, only in my dreams. <laughs> that is awesome. Look, all kidding aside, obviously this has been a really difficult time. Your husband's not only the head baseball coach, and he cares about those kids in the program, but he's the athletic director. So it's kind of a dual role where he's getting hit, I would think, from all different parts of this. And I'm wondering, he's never going to tell us this. So I'm wondering from your um, view how he's holding up and, and how he's uh, he's getting through this. I, you know, he's doing a great job. Uh, he hasn't been away for coaching, but he still has been going in the office every day since, you know, the rest of us were at home. So... I think having that routine helps him and having things to keep himself busy helps him. But uh, I will tell you, when our son had his first baseball game, uh, that was like a spark for him because he just wanted any type of baseball back in his life. Hey, Julie, you think he goes to the office every day? You don't think he's in the pool hall or is that some restaurant? You know, just making sure he doesn't have to do the homeschooling stuff? You know what? That has crossed my mind. Um, so we take daily walks and sometimes our stop is uh, we go tap on his window and say hi since we're only about a mile away from the high school. So. And, and Julie, do you do that at different times? Because in case he always knows that you're going to be coming in the morning, he's there. And then he, no, he, Scott would, would never do that. Hey, Julie, um, were you a baseball fan before you and Scott started hanging out? Yes, I was. Um, I grew up playing Little League and not just baseball, you know, basketball, volleyball. So I always liked sports myself. And uh, funny enough, I actually got to know Scott better when I was a freshman and he was a sophomore and I did the books for his baseball team. Really? So really? I, can, she was... I can even keep a book. Hey, Julie, I love my wife, but I'm starting to like you a little bit. And you can keep a book. That's awesome. Hey, um, hey, Scott, look, and you and I have had this conversation on the phone and, and off the air. But I, I, and I'll say this a hundred times during this next two hours, but I, I believe there's a special, a special place in heaven for coaches' wives. And yeah. look, if, if you if you make a, a decision as a coach, and you know what, you put in a, a pinch hitter, and the kid hits a hits a gap double to to score mm-hmm. two runs and win a game, everybody goes up to you high five, and that was the best decision ever. You make a decision <laughs> that backfires, and you guys lose a game. Julie's in the crowd and she can hear all the people ripping you. 
So yeah. she doesn't get any of the, hey, that was great, but she does get all the bad part of it. And I feel well, bad that my wife had to do that for 36 years. Yeah, I mean, the good news for me is is Julie's a very social, very likable person to anyone she meets. She can talk to anybody. Uh, people love her. So the the she's been entrenched in this since day one. In fact, I think I've told you a story, Mike. We got married. My first year as the head coach, I was I was the assistant when we set the date. Well, then Peter Dooley resigned, so our wedding actually fell two days after we won the state championship in 2005. So we got we won the state championship on Thursday, July 28th in 2005. <laughs> we had the rehearsal dinner the next night, and then we got married on that Saturday, and all my players were there in the church and stuff. It was it was amazing, and people always ask me, they're like, well, what if it would have rained up in Stevens Point and the games would have got pushed back? And I said, well, I certainly wouldn't have been at the rehearsal dinner on Friday night. So going back to what you said, she's been amazing and is amazing um she comes from a, a sports background herself so obviously there's a connection there she enjoys sports um you know we before we had kids her and i had you know tickets to the brewers and a 20 pack and things like that so she's entrenched she gets to know the families um and you know she she has a lot of friendships that have also come from uh, our experiences at oak creek at, at coaching baseball hey julie do you find it annoying that um you know, as coaches, we talk about the game that's coming up in two days and we talk about it a lot and then the game happens and then we talk about the game for two more days after the game <laughs> happened. Um, is that, does that annoy you as um, Mrs. Scott Holler? I think you kind of build a tolerance. And so now <laughs> it's just expected and it doesn't surprise me or and it doesn't get annoying. Um, and it's funny, I can't give all my material away because when you're talking about it being a roast I've always joked that someday when Scott retires if that ever happens that I want his retirement from baseball to be a roast and that's when I will give all my good stories but <laughs> oh. the thing that I find is any piece of paper that's left around our house I would like be cleaning up and I'd pick up something and there's lineups on it I'd find <laughs> little diamond sketches with you know, kids in their positions around the house. Like it could be my grocery list and I like turn it over and I see that it's been pegged by a strategy for the next baseball game. (laughs) That's awesome. You know what, Julie, I can tell you that there's notebooks in our house that, you know, maybe my wife had that she started utilizing as, okay, here are the bills that need to be paid and, you know, as spreadsheets. And then she'll get to like page six and there'll be a diagram for the flex offense or, you know, one, three, one <laughs> zone. And she'll be like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, I was watching, you know, watching a game and they were running it a different way and I was taking notes and she's like, don't do that. So, I, you know what, that happens everywhere. Julie, when Scott said that you, you know, you're entrenched with the, with the team and, and I, I, you know, you know, these kids obviously as they're growing up and, and watching them as they develop into, into, to young men, is it difficult for you at times, you know, you, you get to know these kids and if there's a kid who's having a bad season or a bad couple of weeks, I would assume that that affects you um, almost as much as it affects Scott. Well, it's, and it's kind of hard because the last couple of years I haven't been to as many games as our kids have gotten older and had their own games to go to. Um, but, yeah, it is hard when you see that or, you know, you're sitting by that parent and their kid is struggling and they know the kid is struggling and, you know, you don't know what to say because 
as I hear Scott say often, you know, baseball, you know, it's a mental game. So you kind of have to get out of those slumps and, and sometimes the words don't do it. Right. Hey, can we talk now? Um, you have three children, correct? Correct. Yep. And how old are they? <laughs> I'll, I'll hold off on that joke. <laughs> how, how old are they? She, she likes uh, to say that there's four children at home sometimes, uh, including yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, there's two nine-year-olds, a 12-year-old, and a 39-year-old. And which one is the most challenging, Julie? <laughs> oh, uh, I think the 39-year-old child is probably, yeah, let me answer that for you. Everyone has their days. No doubt. And and I'm looking at a picture of, of, of your children and, and uh, it's uh, Night for a Cause and Autism Speaks uh, the, the Walk and 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 they are they all are smiling big smiles with their arms around each other and and i'm sure this is you know a picture it's kind of like leave it to beaver over at your house right the kids always <laughs> like each other and there's never any any problems but i i've got to believe that look it's a challenge during especially during baseball season um because uh, as a, as a mom you feel almost like a single mom at times and and i don't mean to to, to, to make Scott feel bad, but that's kind of no, how it true. is at times. It's true. Right. There are those moments. And I guess, like Scott said before, the advantage I have is I don't know any difference. Um, i like so ingrained to know, like, okay, baseball is starting. This is what we do. And luckily, you know, when our oldest, when we just had our oldest, um, again, we were close enough to the field that I would walk him down to the games a couple times a week, and so that took a nice chunk out of our day. And then when we had the twins and Chase, so we had a three-year-old and two, like, two-week-old babies when that season started, I was lucky enough that we have enough family and friends in the area that I had someone mm-hmm. stopping by for, you know, a couple hours between three and seven just to be an extra set of hands that sure. year. So you just, and Mike, like anything, you just get through it. Go ahead, Mike, Scott. You know this, and Mike, you know this. You, it, it really is difficult if you don't have other family close by. So, so we're very lucky that, that Julie's parents and, and her brothers um, are close by. My parents and my sister are, are close by um, in neighboring cities or in Oak Creek themselves. So, uh, that's really been a blessing to help, and it's allowed Julie you know, to even come to a few games, not many, but even a few games on her own, like um, an important playoff game or a state tournament game where it's like, you know, she wants to be able to (laughs) focus on the game herself, uh, being a sports person. So that's, that's really been helpful. And you know that anyone will tell you it's no different than your coaching staff. Um, If you don't have great assistance, you can know everything there is about the game, but your program's not going to benefit if you don't have great assistance with you. Well, it's the same thing about your family. You're not going to be able to do the job you want to do and get your kids, your high school kids, where they want to be if you know things aren't taken care of at at home. So, Well, I, you know, the fact that I'm on Facebook and the first uh, thing I see is Robert Henry Thomas Michael Sand, my (laughs) three beautiful grandkids. And and, and I love that because that's, that's me. We're going to get to a break. Let's have the break. We'll continue talking with Julie Holler and Scott Holler, but more with Julie. She is uh, the <laughs> wife of, of Scott, who is the head. He's my co-host, but he's the head baseball coach at Oak Creek. 
and he's the athletic director at Oak Creek as well. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Wives Association, I guess. I don't know. i got to come up with a new name for this one. Presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We're joined by Scott, my, who is my co-host, Scott Holler, but his wife, Julie Holler, who might be my co-host from here on out. We may fire <laughs> Scott and uh, just bring Julie Julie on. Hey, that Julie, would definitely um, be an upgrade. Yeah, well, it certainly looks wise. It definitely would be an upgrade on you and I. We're both getting fired. Trust me on on For that sure. one. Um, Julie, we were talking about your kids and and uh, how beautiful they are. Uh, your old uh, Chase, who is six, I think it's sixth grade, correct? Yeah, he just finished sixth grade. Um, and he's autistic, and and I'm wondering. Um, what does that do? And because I, I don't know a lot about autism, I'm wondering what that does to the, the dynamic of the family. And I can't imagine how much you've learned over the last number of years about um, autism and, and the effects that it has on, on kids. Right. Um, and the thing about autism is it is a spectrum and it is so big and different that it, it can vary so much. So with Chase, uh, he is, he, first of all, is hilarious. The kid has a great sense of humor. Um, a lot of kids on the spectrum will script, so they'll repeat favorite movie lines or things that they've seen on TV, but they just kind of do it in a repetitive fashion. Well, right. Chase will do that sometimes, but the, he also knows when to put in a movie line in a, you know, conversational setting to make a joke, you know, like, you or I might do. Sure. And so that's really funny to have him do that. But as far as with gut coaching and things like that, um, I will say he is not, he's not the biggest fan of heat <laughs> and baseball. He <laughs> has played in leagues when he was younger, wow. but too, there's, you know, it doesn't always move the fastest sure. and there's a lot of rules. So it can get boring for a kid like him. You so that him. sometimes has, been hard to bring him to games um or he's a very literal kid so he'd be asking me questions during a game like are we winning and unfortunately that game we weren't at the time and i said no and he was like oh so he's (laughs) cheering but he's just going like hit the ball why don't you hit the ball like they're trying buddy but it doesn't always happen State tournament last year against Sun Prairie. Yeah, I could hear him up a couple of rows behind the dugout. Why don't you guys just hit the ball? You know, it's uh, we're trying, Chase. We're we're losing to Sun Prairie three to two in the last inning, and I can hear Chase, you know, yelling at our guys to hit the ball. So yeah, that's the going to the games is hard for him because obviously, as you know, baseball is a slower game. It's a, right. a, a little bit longer, and like Julie said, especially all those years when we were playing summer ball. Um, it's a challenge for him to be to be out there when when he didn't fully want to, you know, if he wasn't playing himself, that was that was hard for him. Hey Scott, um, are are you going to take? And I think you said a couple weeks ago, you guys July first are going to take advantage of the the summer uh, workout, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, yeah, we're going to go. Ki- three, 
How, Go how many kids did you have? You gotten enough kids? Uh, we're up, we're up to around thirty. So, which is because I'm gonna go during the week. I'm gonna go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, we're going ten a.m. to roughly like two p.m. And I got two different sessions for one for our freshmen, sophomores, and one for our junior, seniors. So it's just gonna be basically a month long spring training, and then at the end of the month, we're gonna uh, we got it worked out with Franklin, Coach Drobot over at Franklin. We're going to do a game at Franklin on the 27th for our seniors and then a game at Oak Creek on the 31st for our seniors so um, so they can then put the uniform on the last two times. Hey, hey, Julie, I thought he was in the office from 10 to 2 every day. Now he's going to be on the <laughs> no, field. July is my off month. July is my off month. When What month is Julie's off month? <laughs> that's a good one no, she doesn't have one she, she does not have one that is that is the truth miss julie we got to work that into the contract just so you know right i i did used to joke that in his contract there should be a rider that i need a starbucks gift card that'll last me through a season maybe a massage um you know a babysitter for a couple days Hey, I will uh, now that I'm retired from coaching and nobody can hold that over my head. I will push him. <laughs> I will push my co-host Scott Holler to make sure that you know he takes care of of that. Hey, yes. Julie, your thought on um, when when they shut down the baseball season, and and I'm sure that that you feel awfully bad for the seniors of any of the sports, but certainly baseball because that's what your husband coaches, but. I, I w- as a family, I'm sure that you guys felt awfully bad for these kids at Oak Creek that that they're basically their baseball season career ended. Right. I mean, I always say that it's so hard that last game of the season. I mean, it's hard for the seniors because some of them may not be playing beyond that. Right. Um, but it's it, it's not funny, but we experience that every year. Like I have to see. Scott say goodbye to a group of seniors every single year and as as hard as it is for them it's almost you know just as hard for him to say goodbye except for they're doing it once and now he's doing it you know 16 times and and they're and they're they're, Julie for the for the most part those kids are going on to something that they're really excited about you know for the most part we're getting out of getting out of high school and moving on to college Mm -hmm. and I I agree with you as, as a basketball coach, and I know my, my wife um, struggled with that at times, too, because you would, you would do this every single year. And there, some years are easier to say goodbye to some of those knuckleheads than it is other years where it's really difficult because you've had a really right. good group of kids. Right. Hey, as, um, as the, the head coach's wife, do you, uh, if you do get to games, do you have parents asking you, how come your your husband's not playing my son a little bit more? <laughs> well, and it's funny. So there's probably a handful of parents that know who I am, but there's also a handful of parents that have no clue who I am. So, um, no, I don't get that those questions. That does a really good job when he starts the season, that he sits down with his players and he addresses things like that. And so they know the proper like, communication to go to if they have a problem that you know, the kids need to say something. If the parents need to say something, they have a, uh, don't wanna, they have a, a method to like Chain follow. It's yeah. not, they're not going to sure. come and talk to me because it's not going to make a difference. 
Yeah, that never stops some parents talking to my wife. <laughs> just, really? just so, Maybe I'm, yeah. I'm just very intimidating. <laughs> just so you oh no, just so you know. And there was one place that I coached in the beginning that they did not know her. And uh, she came to the first game, and, and I got home, and she said, I'll never go back. I said, what? Yeah. She said, I won't go back. They don't know who I am, and you cannot believe what they're saying about you behind your back. I said, we've right. only had one game, and we won. <laughs> she goes, I'm not going back. And that was pretty much the end of her coming to that school to uh, to watch me coach. Right. Hey, guys, thank you. Julie, thank you so much. I look forward to one day meeting you in person. Um Scott, I, I can tell you that when he can't smell your cologne, he says nothing but really good things about you. And he he uh, he, he thinks that he outkicked his coverage by a mile, and you may agree with him or not, but he uh, he just says That's thank you sure. very much to you off off the record. So, oh well, thanks for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, you bet. And uh, do me a favor if if you guys are looking at this picture on Facebook where it says Night for a Cause or Autism Speaks, if there are fundraisers that you guys are involved with. When it comes to Chase, if there's anything I can do to, to help promote that or be involved in it, would you please let me know? Definitely. You Thank got you it. so much, Mike. You got it, Scott. I'll talk to you later, yeah, probably right. tomorrow, because I'm going to be out of town in a couple of weeks. i got to talk to you okay. about that. All right, you Mike. Take care, buddy. Have a good rest of the show. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Karen Montez and Laura Montez. The, uh, Chad Montez, head ba- baseball coach, Waukesha West, his wife, and Mark Montez, head coach at Clinton High School. Their wives are going to join me next. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show. This is a wives show now. No no more coaches. Scott, doom, gone. We are presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern flying solo. Um, no co-host left. We are talking next to Karen Montez and Laura Montez. I know Chad Montez. I've met him a number of times. I'm a big fan of his. He's the head baseball coach at Waukesha West, and his wife, Karen, is joining us. Karen, how how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you you, uh, spending a few minutes with us. Laura Montez, whose husband, Mark, is the head baseball coach at Clinton High School. Um, How are you? Thanks for joining us. Good. I'm happy to be with you. Thank you. Hey, Karen, I'm going to start with you. Um, so kind of the gist of having you guys on was twofold. And, and again, the rest of the show, I'm talking to coaches' wives. And I, I've done this in football and I've done it in basketball. This is a whole different animal now this year. Not only is, is Chad probably home a lot more than normal, but he's he's going through you know, some things in, in his emotional side, not Coaching baseball, especially at the high school level, having seniors that he really looked forward to coaching one more year, one more season, that uh, their, their baseball career at the high school level, at least, is over with. And I want to ask you a serious question to start with. You know, how is he doing? And, and emotionally, how has he gone through this? Well, I think he's he's been handling it pretty well. Um, he talks a lot of baseball at home. 
He's on the phone with people talking about baseball. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's just really excited about the, the summer practice league. And I think he's really focused on that. He's been counting the days. So. Sure. <laughs> you know, he's taking it all in stride. Yeah, yeah, and he's coached for a long time, and, and, and I didn't know until I talked with Laura last night that he coached his brother Mark, and then they coached mm-hmm. together, and then they coached against each other, and we're going to talk a little bit about that um, and, and the dynamic behind all that. It sounds like a sitcom to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, Laura, how is Mark handling all that that we had talked about as far as, you know, not coaching um, the, the varsity team, though he's coaching your kids, but not coaching the team at Clinton and the seniors that did not get a chance to get on the field to play a meaningful game at all this year. I know Mark's really sad that they didn't get to play their season. Um, and unfortunately, the Rock Valley Conference decided not to participate in the July um, month of being able to have baseball. So, um, he is sad that his seniors did not get their final high school season um, in any regard. Um, but he definitely enjoyed spending extra time with our kids. Normally during, during baseball season, we don't see him except for when we're at the games watching. And so he really enjoyed being able to spend more time at home, have suppers at home, and then gear up to start the kids' seasons coaching girls softball and boys baseball for you. Well, and- and that, for me, was mind-blowing. Even when he's coaching at Clinton High School, he helps out with with girls' softball and, and boys' baseball with your kids. That's a lot of baseball, Laura. Well, he used to coach year-round when we first were together and first married. He did um, fall and spring with Perfect Game. He gave lessons during the winter, and then he coached the summer WIAA season. So. Oh. Uh, we're kind of used to year-round coaching. <laughs> Man. Hey, um, Karen, when uh, when they weren't coaching against each other, and there's a, there's an age difference uh, between Chad. Mark is, is a younger brother of, of Chad, and, again, he played for him. Um, I'm wondering, do these guys talk about anything other than baseball? Yeah, actually, um, yeah, when we're together as a family, it's not – Believe it or not, it's not all baseball talk. Good. But, yeah, Mark, Mark's 12 years younger, and uh, Chad coached him for three years, and that was pretty pretty interesting and a lot of fun. And, you know, the whole family was always together for the, all those games. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really strange when they became rivals. <laughs> that, that, I think, is the most interesting part of this. So um, Mark went and took the head uh, baseball job at Waukesha South. And in the, not only in, you know, in the same conference, but the same hometown, you know, in Waukesha. And when I was talking to Laura last night, she was telling me how funny it would be um, when they would play against each other. Because though they didn't talk a whole lot, but then the family, you know, who are we going to root for? And and it would be who was ever up to bat. They would put the Waukesha South shirt on or the Waukesha West shirt on. Um, Karen, are, do you get involved? Do you go to a lot of the games? And how involved as the head baseball coach's wife are you with the, with their team? Um, I go. I try to go to as many games as possible. You know, I, I probably get to most of them. Um, I go strictly as a fan. Um, I don't 
you know, I, I just go to enjoy the game. I did not grow up in a baseball family or a sports family. So this, you know, the, when I met him, it was kind of new to me, all this sports stuff. But um, learned to love it. It's such a passion of his. And I would, you know, I, I try not to complain as much because I know that he just loves it so much. And it's just, it's in his blood. So, <laughs> hey, was it, you know, did it that, yeah, did that take you um, a while to figure out why something like a sport was so important to somebody? Um, yeah, I'm probably still trying to figure it out, but <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I mean, we enjoy it. And especially like, like you said, Laura was saying, you know, when they played each other, we could never pick a side. We always had to sit behind home plate and... You know, his parents, I think Mark was the one that ordered the shirts. They had a two-sided shirt, south on one side, west on, well, west was always on the back because Mark made the shirts for him. But, yeah, the hats got changed every time the, the team was up to bat, and we cheered for everybody. <laughs> I, I think that that's just brilliant. I, I really do. Hey, Lori, now, yeah. you, you, you're different because you, um, you played sports, correct? Yeah, I actually played softball growing up. I grew up in a sports family. Um, my brothers and I were always in sports all seasons of the year. So, um, yeah, when Mark and I started um, dating, actually, I kept the book for his team, and we would go scouting together. Um, at that time, he was the head freshman coach, so there were days where we'd do the freshman game, JV game, and varsity game. We'd be at all three, and then when they didn't play, we'd be out scouting. So, yeah. Boy, <laughs> well, thank, thank goodness that you enjoyed that. Uh, because I don't know how that would have worked had had you not, correct? I mean, that would have been really difficult. Um, I think if you marry a Montez boy, um, including <laughs> the middle brother, Lee, you have to like sports and you have to like being a coach's wife. So. Well, I, I and I said at the first segment, I think there's a special place in, in heaven for coaches' wives. Um, Karen, with with Chad being the head baseball coach at Waukesha West, and, and I talked to Julie Holler uh, before, and, and I said, hey, I, if if he makes if he makes a decision during a game that helps him win the game, he gets all of the credit. People are high fiving him, saying, "Man, that was a great move." If he makes a decision that costs them the game. And you're in the crowd. That's when you start to hear some some of the chirping. And I'm wondering throughout the years how you've been able to handle that. Um, well, I actually normally don't quite sit with the crowd. <laughs> Smart. So yeah, I just yeah, I remain pretty neutral. I I don't usually overhear too many things. So um, I think I don't know. I I just kind of tend to just stay with his family and we kind of sit off to the side and let the fans be the fans and the parents be the parents. So, <laughs> Hey Laura, with, with my wife and I, and again, I coached for so long. One of the difficult parts for her was I would get obviously very close to these kids and almost to the point that they were pseudo family at, at, at some of the schools where I coached and she would hear me talk about, man, this is, you know, this is a great kid or this is a great kid in this great family. And if one of those kids would get in trouble, you know, whether it was, you know, doing something they shouldn't be doing at school, they doing something they shouldn't be doing outside of school, it really affected me. And it affected her because she knew how important those kids were to me, not as basketball players, but as kids. And I'm wondering... 
is that something that that you guys have talked about have to have had to go through together as a family and a couple i think absolutely on both sides um i was a middle school and high school teacher and administrator as well so um over the years we've had kids both on his team and both kids that i've worked with that have just made poor choices and um, obviously we can't talk about them specifically with each other a whole lot because of confidentiality Correct. Um, but it definitely weighs on our hearts and you can tell um, we consider the kids that we've worked with our adopted kids um, we've called them that um, sometimes he'll say oh your son called and he's not talking about our son he's talking <laughs> about one of our baseball sons so um, so yeah we just take the kids under our arms and uh, that's one thing I love about how Mark coaches is that it's more than just a sport it's about building character with the kids and helping them make good choices moving forward, teaching them about grace and forgiveness, and um, helping them move forward in a productive way. Hey, Karen, I, I think as um, as coaches, there, there's a certain part of this servant leadership heart that you have to have because at, as both uh, you guys know, we as coaches in the state of Wisconsin, we don't coach high school sports for the money because you're making about a maybe a buck and a half an hour when you're doing that. And I'm wondering, um, where do you think the Montez boys, where do you think that servant leadership heart came from in all of them? Well, um, definitely from their parents. I mean, their parents were very, are very giving people. They, they have a wide, a wide uh, group, a wide circle of family and friends that they, they care about so much. I, his dad just, he'll remember everybody's name and it always just amazes me. He's just, yeah, I ran into so-and-so, and he remembers people's names, and he remembers how he met them, and, you know, and his love of baseball, and his, and Chad's grandfather's love of baseball, and how, you know, they just, they love it so much, and they want to spread that to, to the other, to every kid they meet. Right. So definitely just, uh, just a, a giving heart throughout the whole family. Hey, Karen, do you, do you have three daughters? Yes, we have three daughters. <laughs> And so, I, I, had, did any of them play softball? Yeah, our oldest played softball in high school, and she played, uh, you know, the, the little league and the the youth sport too. And our middle one tried it, and she got as far as just the, the the youth leagues and decided it wasn't for her. But yeah, our oldest is very passionate, and and she and and Chad have a very special bond that way. So yeah. And that's awesome. Hey, I just got a message from a basketball coach's wife that um, I had when we did the basketball coaches, and and she just sent me a message that said these coaches' wives rock. Uh, they're ki- these kids are definitely our adopted kids for a short time. Would not have it any different. And I, I won't name the the, the head ba- her husband, but I am a huge fan of of her and her husband. And they're two people that really understand it and get it. Um, similar, and I've not met Mark, but certainly um, when I've talked with Chad Montez, um, you get it as far as the importance of kids' development to be part of a, a sports team, especially at the high school level. Um, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're continuing to talk with Laura Montez, whose husband Mark is the head baseball coach at Clinton High School, which is up near Beloit, I believe. Correct, Laura? 
Yep, down near Beloit. Yeah, there you go, down near Beloit. And Karen Montez, uh, head uh, baseball coach, married to the head baseball coach, Chad Montez at Waukesha West. And we're going to hold them over for another segment, talk a little bit more. I think we'll probably make more fun of their husbands on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show. It's actually a Coach's Wives show today, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We are talking this segment with Karen Montez. She is the uh, wife of Chad Montez, has head baseball coach, Waukesha West, and Laura Montez. She is the uh, wife of Mark Montez, the head baseball coach at Clinton. Hey, Karen, um, you've seen Chad coach, obviously. You've seen Mark coach. Who gets uh, better at uh, the umpires? <laughs> who gets madder at the umpires? Yeah, yeah. Who, who's yelling at the umpires more? And have you ever seen uh, Chad get kicked out of a game? <laughs> Chad, uh, I've never seen him get kicked out of a game. He usually keeps it pretty cool. Um, he's usually pretty, pretty even keel and just as very matter of fact. And um, Laura, what do you think? <laughs> Well, Karen, you're being nice. I know hands down it would be Mark who would yell at an umpire before Chad would. Karen, you are so kind. Well done. Laura, what do you think? Because you knew exactly where Laura was going to go with that. And maybe it's because Mark's a little bit younger, I, you know, or maybe maybe we won't say up in, in that in that conference their umpires might not be as good as some of the umpires down here we're not i'm not getting in any trouble laura with any umpires or referees um i've done that that was years ago not doing that again that one did not go over so well laura if you're in the in the stands watching a game and mark gets pretty upset at an umpire um how what are your feelings with that um, he's always really respectful about it, but he isn't afraid to be loud either. Um, if he feels that there was a bad call, um, he will voice his opinion. Um, most of the time he, he respectfully goes up to the umpire between innings and will talk if he thought something went bad, but he's very passionate about what he does. So, yeah, there are definitely times where I can see his uh, body <laughs> language is scaling up and... <laughs> He'll, he'll say stuff, but nothing that he'd regret later. Yeah, I and I have. I When I was younger, I mean, I started coaching basketball at 17, and I was a complete idiot. And I got to tell you guys something. That, um, one of the players I coached, his mom actually videotaped, and think about how long ago this was, and she had to have a big camera and a VHS tape, videotaped what I thought was a game and came over and handed it to me and said, look, I videotaped this and please don't be mad at me. And I said, no, I'd love to watch the game. She videotaped me for the entire game. And I was so embarrassed. It it was so, the next time I saw her, she like was standing off and, and, and I said, thank you. You, you've changed me because I will, boy, do I sound and look like a complete idiot. And though I still, you know, get after a little bit, or I did when I was coaching. I, I find it funny because baseball, you know, you, you see these clips, but not nearly as often as you see basketball coaches getting thrown out or yelling at at uh, at referees. 
But sometimes some of these guys do, you know, they kick dirt or they throw ba- uh, uh, one of the bases and stuff like that. And I and I laugh, but it, that's far and few between. And I and I've not met Mark, but I've met Chad, and it doesn't surprise me that Chad's a little bit lower key with it. And I like the fact I'm probably more like Mark is Laura than I am like Chad because. 100% Irish guys have a hard time keeping anything low-key, just so you know. Hey, at the end of uh, end of the season, end of, end of games, things like that, um, is it for Mark, is it easy for him to go from a really tough loss and just move on the next day and look forward to the next game? I don't think that's easy for any coach. Um, <laughs> it definitely, it's, something where um, the kids and I are kind of used to the routine, so the game doesn't quite go so well. Um, We're prepared. Um, We get home before he does so that we can then have a relaxing evening um, and make sure we spend time together, but let him also decompress um, and process. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's it's never easy for any coach to to lose, and so as a family, we want to support him. Karen, same question for for you. And and if Chad keeps things more, um, you know, in than he does some of us other guys, where we can walk in the house and and not yell at anybody in particular, but just kind of like yell about what had happened. Um, difficult for for you in the beginning of of you know your relationship with him to to understand how to handle him or how to deal with him after tough losses. Um, at the beginning, I, I think he's kind of been the same throughout the whole, our our whole time, our whole marriage, you know, I'll just, he'll just come home and I'll just say, well, what happened? You know, and I just kind of leave it open-ended and, and he doesn't yell about it. Usually he'll just, I'll be expecting him to be like, I just can't believe, you know, this happened and that happened. No, he'll be like, well, you know, if, if this kid did this and, and you know, he'll just kind of run through sure. the facts. He's very black and white, and he'll run through the facts, and he'll say that if they would just have done it this way, and then, you know, pretty much we're moving on to the next game. I mean, it's it's hard. Obviously, it's hard. Nobody likes to lose. But um, I just think he's always thinking about how are we going to correct it? What am I going to do at practice tomorrow to make a difference in our next game? He's always got a plan. <laughs> Guys, you know what my wife used to do? She would, uh, I, we would, it would be a tough loss, and I'd come home, and, and she'd say, you know, do you want to talk about it? I'd say, no, I, I do not. And there'd be about a 30-second pause, and then she'd say, boy, your guys don't box out very well. <laughs> and I'd be like, I thought, I, did you hear that I didn't want to talk? I don't want to talk about this. And she's <laughs> like, you know, you guys got out-rebounded. And I'm like, oh my goodness, please, I, I, I don't want. And so it took us a while, her and I, a while, to figure it out. And then I coached our son Matthew at Calvary Baptist, and she knew all these kids, and they were really good friends, and and the families were good friends, and and we had a lot of success when we were there, but we had some tough losses. And so then it would be, hey, how come you didn't play Johnny more, or how come? And I'd be like, I. Look, when we win a game, if you want to ask me all these questions, that's great. But I need a 24-hour buffer because you're a parent 
of one of the kids I'm coaching. And she would say, like, listen, I'm your wife, so I'm going to ask you these questions. So, hey, guys, thank you so much, Karen. I really appreciate this. Um, you tell Chad that uh, I say hello, and I'm, I'm a big fan. And, Laura, tell Mark that I look forward to meeting him and uh, having them on our show next year when hopefully we're back to some sort of normalcy. We've got uh, high school baseball to talk about. And uh, I look forward to, to that day. Um, Karen Montez, thank you. Laura Montez, thank you very much. Thanks so much thank for, for having, having, us. having me on. It was a lot of fun. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.